Hello and welcome to another installment of a very special pilot season. Uh, with me, as usual, is my brother Dan. I'm back again. He's, and I'm Zach again. Continuously, forever. For uh, now. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked to you. We've missed you very much. Uh, I was sidetracked by a uh, debilitating thumb injury, which uh, prevented me from podcasting. That tends to be the case. Yeah. You're lucky you can still podcast after many, many a thumb injury has shut down a podcasting career. Yeah. Uh, I, I refuse to let it stop me, though. Um, I powered through it. Uh, my thumb isn't fully recovered yet, but um, I feel like I, I felt like I owed it to the people out there. Yeah. Per, uh, persevere through it so we're back uh we're going to be dipping our toe back into the water of the podcast game with a pilot season episode uh today we are going to be talking about uh swamp thing swamp thing yeah you make my heart sing you're amazing <laughs> you make everything i had no idea that theme song existed until like two days ago what did you have you not seen the 80s Swamp Thing intro? Or I, have, or I know you were talking about it the other day, but I never You uh, weren't there for it? it? No. It's like uh, almost a parody of Wild Thing. Okay. But it's about Swamp Thing. And he's like, Swamp Thing, you are amazing. Oh, oh And it's no. so good. Oh, man. I might, have to include that. I might have to include that in this episode. Mm-hmm. In between episodes. It's so good. Uh, Swamp Thing, from what we saw in the trailer... Uh, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Wan is yep. uh, executive producer on it. Yep, yep. Uh, and he's done some wonderful stuff. Yes, he's uh, the guy behind the Saw franchise, the Conjuring. I saw some of those franchise. Yeah, uh, and another horror icon, uh, Aquaman. Yep, yep. The <laughs> horror of the seas. Yep, the deep seas, uh, and all of the claims to the throne of the sea mm-hmm. it's a very very scary topic but it makes sense because the swamp thing is he did is a looking fast and furious spooky. movie too right did he i think so probably he did one of them i could see that i don't know which one because i i just have not watched any of those movies i'm gonna look it up all right well you do that uh there's also what's his name Derek bar mar Meyer, he has a weird Bar, last Meyer. name. He has a he has a weird last name, but his name's Derek, and he's uh <laughs> he's a real big guy. He's he's been like the Predator. He's been Jason Voorhees. Uh, he's just been a bunch of spooky guys and different things. He was, Is he the guy in the suit in this? Yeah. Okay. He's the dude in the suit. Um, he's just a real big stunt man. He was in uh, Comedy Bang Bang a few episodes. Oh, really? Mainly to play a giant big spooky guy seems <laughs> big, to be typecast a lot yeah i mean he looks terrifying if you look him up okay it looks like a giant skeleton ah oh, that's what yeah. people say i look like but not maybe not so giant he has less but, hair yeah yeah, yeah. well that's, that's pretty spooky yeah but uh so you got that and then i don't really recognize anyone else from the cast i recognize the guy that's playing alec holland mm-hmm uh, I don't remember where from. My computer's That's moving good. really slow right now. Oh man. Um. 
once IMD come IMDB comes up. Of course, of course. There we go. Uh, let's see. Andy Bean plays Alec Holland. Uh, he is known for. He's gonna be in It Chapter Two. Oh, okay. Who's uh, that guy? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who he's in it, Chapter 2. He plays a lawyer in Transformers The Last Night. Oh, of course. Uh, yep. Which I have not seen. Maybe nope. I don't know this guy. I thought I did. He's got one of those faces. Yeah, he looked really familiar. Yep. But uh, apparently he is not who I thought it was. And I think one of the creators on this is... Or writers is Len Wiseman. Len, uh, Len Wiseman? Yeah. Who's Len Wiseman? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Len Wine? Like Len one of the creators Wine. of uh, the Swamp Thing? No, but I looked at Len Wiseman and I'm like, oh man, his name sure is similar to Len Wine. Okay. And mm-hmm. I just, that's that's it. That's, all right. that's all it is. Mark... Verhid Verhedine? Yeah. That's one of the creators. So it's mostly a lot of people that I just don't recognize. Yeah. James Wan is executive producer, but That's the big name on just, here. Yeah. Just kinda means he just made some decisions on it and mm. wasn't like the director or anything. But it it looks like a really cool horror series. Um What do you know about Swamp Thing the character? Uh I know some real strange stuff. I haven't read any of the runs, actually. Oh. Uh, I have. I know the the gist of it. I know, like, Al Collins hit with some chemicals thrown in a swamp, comes monster, but then maybe he was the monster the whole time and not Alec Holland. Mm. I know that crazy twist with Grant Morrison's run. Yeah. The whole identity crisis. And well, this not- is, like, a Swamp Thing is a character that He's kind of always stuck to the shadows, like the background of, uh, uh, of, um, the DC, universe. the DC universe, but like has some of the greatest writers of all time have all kind of like, yeah, had some runs on there and all of them are kind of viewed as like some of the best storylines out there. Yeah. Um, my experience with Swamp Thing was through the new 52 relaunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to get into some DC stuff, so I tried out Swamp Thing and that was at the time being written by Scott Snyder, who's amazing. Who, yep, what probably uh, the second most important, third most important, one of the three most important people at DC right now. Yeah, because it's probably Jim Lee, uh, Jeff Johns, and then Scott Snyder is right up there now. Yeah, Snyder's writing Justice League after like a hey. incredible run, Batman. Super influential, I'd say, because. It's a lot of the stuff from his run on Batman is popping up now all, all over the place. Yeah. Like he left but a huge impact on that character. Scott Snyder has some roots, no pun intended, in uh, horror, horror comics, and that kind of bleeds through into his Swamp Thing series, which primarily focused on the balance of the green, which is like the plant life on Earth, and the red, which is all kind of like animals and animals and anything with blood inside of it uh part of earth and then a third force coming uh rising to power called the rot uh and 
definitely some crazy visual, like body horror stuff in that comic. Uh, really strong storyline and uh, focuses on Alec Holland kind of like accepting his role as Swamp Thing, how he came about. It, he seems to have memories of a past life where he was the monster, mm-hmm. uh, but then supposedly died and like has been reborn into this body created by plants. So it's all sorts of weird stuff happening. Which, but really good run. Uh, there was, of course, the Grant Morrison stuff. Yeah. Uh, Alan Moore's run. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, Brian K. Vaughn mm-hmm. had a run on it for a while. So all just like yeah. the best people you could possibly have write a comic. And uh, shout out to Charles Soule for uh, writing a really incredible follow-up to the Scott Snyder stuff. He took the stuff that Scott Snyder set up and then ran from there and actually like kept it at a really high quality but I'm tapping the mic Ah. don't do that I don't want to do that Uh, so it's one of those characters that always seems to have like really really strong writing around it yeah Um, and of course it comes from the creator Len Wen who's Mm -hmm. still Wine Wine Len Wine Wayne Wine Wen Wen yep Wen how uh and he comes come, comes back to write for that character still to this day. Well, he died. When? Like, wasn't it this year? Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking, I know they he had... Rec- he very recently wrote Yeah, he had some it. specials. Oh, man. Well. Yeah. I, I think just like a couple months ago, I want to say. Um, I need to look that up. Yeah, it was really sad because that... that the, oh, yeah. In the Marvel Comics, yeah, they were like... A couple years ago. Yeah. 2017. Crater, Wolverine, Swamp yeah. Thing, all, all well-known characters, very mm-hmm. popular, but yeah, he, he died. And mine. Yeah. So. In the comic book Hall of Fame. Yeah. Kind of uh, a shame he didn't get to see the show come to right, fruition. Right, the show looks amazing. I mean, he has seen the live-action Swamp Thing, yeah. presumably, but he didn't get to see right. this. Right, didn't which, see the good one. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get to see the good one. Right. Because Swamp Thing has been tried as a uh, a show before. Yep, it's uh, on Hulu actually. It's on Hulu, so if you want, it wanna... was last time I checked. Yeah, I've heard it's bad. <laughs> Haven't watched it myself. It was I on can't... USA, right? Probably. I, I think huh? it. I think it was. It was on like a weird network. Yeah, it's not something I want to go on my way to watch, but. Uh... This new one definitely seems like I want to go on my way to watch it. Looks right. really, really cool. Um, it looks on par with most horror movies right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. And uh, reason why it probably looks so good is probably part of the reason why it is uh, already been canceled. Yeah, yeah. Which is the big elephant in the podcast uh, that we should probably count. The 1990 series lasted for three seasons and had 72 episodes. What? On yep, debuted on USA and then. And this one was supposed to be 13, but got cut down to 10. Yep, that's outrageous. Yep, I can't believe that. Wow, uh, I'm gonna watch the that series now. <laughs> just be disappointed because we'll have watched this one. It was USA's top-rated show for a while, despite mixed or poor reception. Um, but yeah, let's get back into the cancellation. Uh, what we've heard about why it got canceled, um, 
it appears to just be like a clerical error on the part of North Carolina. So yep. thanks a lot, uh, you terrible state. Yep, for not doing your clerical Burn stuff North Carolina right. to the ground. <laughs> if you want to bring Swamp Thing back, burn North Carolina to yep. the ground. It will probably like release a lot of like tobacco smoke into the air. Yep. So it might not be good to breathe for a while, but... Probably not. Uh, it seems like they deserve it. For This is the second comic book show... Of high quality to be canceled too. Yeah, uh, from uh, that we've talked about mm-hmm. the, the pilot season. Is there a gift of the pilot season or, or a curse I, of the pilot I season? I hope not. Right. Because it's, yeah, Deadly Class just was recently canceled. Yeah. But whereas Deadly Class has a chance of coming back, I don't think Swamp Thing ever does. Aquaman was canceled. Aquaman was canceled. <laughs> it's it's the it's it's the podcast curse. Yeah. But I don't think. Swamp Thing can come back just because it's a DC Universe exclusive. Right. Whereas Deadly Class was on sci-fi. and That could be picked up by be picked any up. number of, of networks. This one, especially for like the... the so what it comes down to, it, for the, if you don't know, was Swamp Thing cost like, let's say, like, it was like $80 million to make. Yeah, it was... That. And they were told by North Carolina they would have a $40 million dollar, dollar rebate sent back to them if they filmed there. Mm-hmm. So they did this, and then it turns out North Carolina had some sort of typo on their end where it was actually, in fact, $24 million uh, rebate. Yeah. So this show now costs millions of dollars, millions of dollars more than they had originally anticipated. So they had already filmed everything. They had filmed a full season. They cut stuff down from 13 to 10 mm-hmm. to save on costs that way. But now uh, this, I guess, comes at the same time, coincides with, like, uh new ownership yeah uh that's really like uh looking into uh cost efficiency mm-hmm. so that just seems to be like the perfect storm of like leading those cancellation yeah so it's a very expensive show all the critical reviews have been phenomenal oh, for it so roof. far um but, but the real test comes from our review so maybe this will this yeah. review of it will be the make or break I'm pretty worried, um, not for like how the quality of the show. I assume it's going to be good. Yeah. But I know Titans was cut down from thirteen to ten. Yeah. And the finale for that did not feel like a finale. Oh really? It felt like the third episode from a finale. Yeah. Or second to last. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like Swamp Thing's going to be like very similar, where it's like, oh, this is really good. And then you're going to get to the finale, and it's not going to give you any type of closure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, not even for the well, season. I'm sure they were anticipating, like, getting giving more. Yeah. Having more to having more to do. Um, and is it now going to lead to further uh, examination on the DC streaming app? Like, is this... Yeah. Like a, this seems like a pretty big red flag for it. Because they've been... It seems like they're putting a lot of money into it. Like it yeah. seems like they're putting out quality shows. Right, but are people picking it up? Are people subscribing to the DC universe? Even after we've been singing its praises, yeah. what are you people doing? Come on, get on board here, or you know, give us a free subscription for singing your praises, DC universe. We know you listen. <laughs> we know you can afford it. Come on, if you like, you're saving a bunch of money not putting out the Swamp Thing show. Now you can afford one free subscription to us. Yeah. That's all we ask. Yeah, and we'll keep plugging the DC universe. Absolutely, you keep on putting out good shows like this. Uh, we're gonna keep singing praises. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's time to, uh, before we sing too much, uh, let's go sit down and watch some Swamp Thing uh, and see if it really does live up to the hype Will and do. make us even more sad that it's already been canceled. <sighs> Damn it. All right, we're back. Yep. And we are back on pilot season. We just watched the first episode of the DC Universe streaming show, Swamp Thing. Uh, pretty clear why it was canceled. Mm-hmm. Damn you, North Carolina. Yeah. How uh, dare you? So rude. Uh, initial reactions. Uh, what'd you think of it? Uh, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. I, like I said, I haven't read much Swamp Thing. I know a little bit about the Alan Moore crazy wackiness and the Scott Schneider horror stuff, but yeah. this was really good. And, and like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a fan of horror. I did know that, in fact, you are a fan of horror. And this was some real good horror. That this was, was like fantastic horror. Not really any jump scares. There's like one or two, but they were earned. Yeah. And uh, they were. You could see like it was, where it was like drawing some influences. Like um, there was one scene that was straight out of the thing, oh, not really? like the thing or the thing or the thing from another world, but the <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. Right. Because like what's cool with this is it was like mixing practical and uh, digital effects. It looks like a lot of the time, mm-hmm. which again probably didn't help the budget because. You could see they were trying to use as much practical as they could. Yeah. Except when it came to, like, tendrils and stuff. Right. But, like, that autopsy scene is, like, straight out of the thing. Oh, man. Really? And I loved every second of it. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm so on board. Yeah. Like, I was already on board at that point, but once it got to that, I was just like, oh, yeah. This is this is the show for me. Uh, where the part where, like... You have a body on a table, and then, like, vines just start, like, tearing apart this person, but then still, like, maintaining parts of it. Yeah. So now it's just, like, vines kind of, like, hand puppeting the torso of a body. Like, if you look up uh, the defibrillator scene from John Carpenter's The Thing, Mm. it's so much like that. Oh, really? But this was just done so cool, because it's not like the body was alive, it's just the vines were, like... Yeah, like yeah, hand they made it. Yeah, they made it look like it was alive. <laughs> and then, to make matters worse, the body—it was some—it was this guy. His daughter's still alive, and she sees this. Right. And it's intense. There must have been some sort of connection there, where like, as they're doing the autopsy, or like as they're examining 
the effect of the accelerant or whatever, as they're looking through microscopes, she wakes up and then is immediately drawn downstairs and like sees the hand puppet of her dad yeah. uh, being controlled by these vines. And while our main characters, Alec and Abby, are trying to escape or like trying to like just get away from this vine because this vine is trying to like pull pull abby away oh yeah it's it's just this creature that as far as i can tell just wants things dead yeah like that's that's all it wants yeah uh we are introduced to it at first in the very first scene where you have uh three men on a boat one of the men is played by uh rj seiler who uh played billy cranston in the 2017 power rangers movie which Mm -hmm. i really liked uh, I haven't seen, and he's one of the he's arguably the best part of that movie. Uh, so it was it was good to see him doing something else. Uh, Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, he gets uh, taken out pretty quickly. Not the first guy to die, which Not would be first. a horror cliche, right? Of uh, uh, the black guy dying first. No, nope, he's uh, makes dies it to second. second. Yep, <laughs> uh, in probably more dramatic fashion too. Oh yeah, his death was, I think, the most memorable. He gets like impaled. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And, like, it's not just him that gets impaled. The boat he's on gets, like, impaled, and then, like, he gets impaled in turn. Oh, yeah. And makes kind of almost, like, a monument of he's crazy in, like, swamp the pillar, death. The pillar of, uh, pillar of vines. Yeah. Uh. And that's how they open the show. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, immediately introducing you to it. So, you're, it, it's, uh, again, like, a good horror movie. You kind of get, like, yeah. they don't show much just enough to like kind of stir the intrigue yeah like Uh, they build up to the horror scenes yeah they like pace it well right and then you get that crazy visual Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm uh so they are on a boat in the swamp dropping uh these devices into the water they've got some dynamite yeah uh we later come to find out what was in those devices appears to be Connected to this disease that has been breaking out in the small town of, what was it, Malaise? I think it was something like that. Yeah, There's right. an M, there was an I, and there was an S. It's a swamp town in... Uh, in Louisiana. Louisiana. Of course. It's not the the Great Dismal Swamp no. that the Bog Brawler is from. No, not uh, quite. But um, this small town has like been dealing with this outbreak. Uh, uh, we see a small child fall down in class with it we see uh town meetings where everyone is super concerned about it and they're not yeah. uh, entirely believing that the doctors are doing everything to that they can uh Marais, Marais, louisiana okay. is the name of the, the town um so cdc agent abby abigail yeah, arcane okay. uh gets called in uh who is also from this town and she has some uh, history, troubling history. Some troubling history with yeah. uh, who appears uh, with a woman who appears to be in probably like the most important family of the town. Yeah, the, the people that uh, probably the most wealthy family in the town, um, and clearly have a lot of an influence over it as the the husband is able to like speak up during the town meeting and kind of like reassure everybody that yeah. everyone's doing their job it'll get figured out but he also comes he seems a little suspicious there too mm-hmm. um, like maybe he's up to no good it might he might be the person behind the stuff because yeah 
Alec Holland seemed to be getting a little close to something um, he shouldn't begin. Right. Yeah. And uh, Sunderland was the the husband that we were talking about. The last name Sunderland, Mister mm-hmm. Sutherland, uh, was like, "Hey, maybe uh, I should uh, let you go because you're uh, digging around in something maybe you shouldn't be." Yeah, but the way he was doing it was like he was trying to be nice, but you could tell there was some like right, right. underlying tension or like, yeah. "Hey, stop this at once." Mm-hmm. So it's like not. one of the it could be like the typical like small town. Uh, this guy's doing experiments in the small town. Yeah, and uh, just comes off like he's doing everything for good, but he's been messing around with some stuff that he shouldn't. So somebody's been hiring people to go out on boats at night and it seems like they've been dropping this accelerant yeah which is causing all sorts of crazy things all sorts of crazy uh, aggressive growths of of uh plant life yeah and it is now manifesting within townspeople oh yeah it's like appearing in their lungs and it's like they're just getting fungus growing in their lungs, and they're like hacking yeah. up leaves and New stuff. New meaning to fungus among us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a humongous fungus among us. <laughs> uh, the little girl is coughing up leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, her father, Mister Coyle, uh, is found just like it looked like he had like vomited up like a tree branch. Projectile vomited out this vine and just died that way. Yep. And that's how uh, that's actually an accurate representation of how Vine died. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P. Vine. Just got vomited. Yeah, projectile vomited. Projectile vomited out, and mm-hmm. now it was. Uh, it's just now wrapped itself entirely around this person. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still kind of moving, but yeah, yeah, like breaking the mirror and breaking the mirror. I liked how that was uh, kind of a false scare i think at first right because they enter the spooky house and they hear this noise and it sounds like sawing yeah and they're like calling to the guy and he's just not answering and they see him like in the corner and he's like sawing something up and you're like oh man is he cutting up a body or something yeah and then i thought he was like i i thought he had manifested the leaves and he was like cutting through his limb just to like try and separate himself or something like you were expecting something terrifying like that but no 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 it's alec Mm -hmm. alec holland uh, what do you think of Alec? I thought he was really good. Like, like, I, like in that scene where they reveal him, he's just kind of funny, and you're like, oh, it's just Alec. And yeah. then, like, the horror vomit thing gets revealed. But like, he he was he was funny. He yeah. was he was like kind of awkward but confident at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was great. I think you can like sum up his personality and his appearance because he's like. He doesn't look, he doesn't take the best care of himself. He wears, like, just, when he's on the job, he's just wearing sandals with, like, cargo pants. Yeah. Uh, but he's trying to be taken, like, as a professional. And apparently was is a pretty highly regarded scientist for a while and then had some stuff go wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a little bit too jokey for me. Yeah. Because from what I've read of uh, of his character, he isn't usually, like, that jokey he was a little yeah. bit too much but I mean it worked for what they were doing yeah like I'm wondering like how the next episodes are gonna handle it too because he him transforming in the swamp thing he's not uh, he's not like the Hulk 
where he'll transform back into Alec Collins. Right. He stays Swamp Thing. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, like, do they work him back through, like, flashbacks or stuff? Because I feel like this actor, they made him, like, super likable, and now it's like, are you just not going to see him for the rest of the series? Right. And, I mean, according to the IMDb, he is in 10 episodes, so right. I don't know if it's just voice work or, or what it could be, but uh, uh, it will be interesting to see how that plays out. The second episode is up uh, probably by the time this episode airs. The third episode will be out. Yep. Uh New episodes are going to keep coming out until August, so yeah, plenty of time to like get into it, and then no more. Get attached and then cry. Right. Well, I mean, this is uh, one way, maybe the only way uh, to to save it, if it can be saved, is just to get up uh, demand for it. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of the cast and crew didn't see the cancellation coming. It was oh, yeah. out of left field for them too. Every single thing you look up. Uh, if you just Google Swamp Thing show, the first like three article results are all like uh, James Wan in shock and uh, Hollywood insiders yeah. are. I can't believe this happened. Like this is completely out of nowhere Which, for everybody involved. Like everyone seemed like it was going to be like a huge success. I think that it's good that James Wan is attached to it because I feel like he can bring it back somehow. Yeah, even if it's like a series of movies or something, because like. James Wan, he's so ingrained into the horror movies and like Hollywood in general that I mm-hmm. feel like he, him being attached is a great thing for the show, and yeah. he's gonna probably try his best to bring it back because he's passionate about his horror franchises. And yeah, and I mean, I'll keep him going. Like Saw's just recently had a new movie a couple years back, and it's like that. Oh yeah, shouldn't still be going, but it no, is. That was, that was. A franchise that was just elevated by its first ep- uh, first movie, first mm-hmm. installment, and then like was a huge just like societal thing for a while. Like everybody yeah. was talking about Saw, and now the Conjuring movies are that way too. Yeah, Conjuring like, movies those those keep going too. Huge, probably the biggest new horror franchise. I'd I say mean, so. Yeah, yeah, what are they on like the fourth movie now or yeah something yeah. like that? And I think even like Insidious, he has his hand in that like. He can he can get this franchise to stick. Right. So I, fans of fans of those sorts of movies definitely check this out. Uh, and fans of like just horror, good horror, mm-hmm. check it out. It's very well done. If you hate jump scares and you love the thing, it's this is, it's really this is just you. more tension building. Yeah. More so than anything. Yeah. Which is like my favorite favorite yeah. type of horror. Uh, like. That would be mine too. Like jump scares and yeah, I'm not I'm not no. too much into that. I'm. I'll, a little bit more i don't know i don't watch as much horror as horror i have to it has to be something that's like pretty highly regarded for me to check it out yeah uh i'm not like actively seeking as much horror out as you are reminded me a little bit yeah like there was the thing it also kind of reminded me like somewhat of alien yeah like an alien they'll have like the xenomorphs or like again all this uh organic material like coating the walls and making it look more like them and that's what kind of the vines are doing they're like taking over and yeah yeah yeah. kind of taking over this town and like almost like the chest bursters they're starting from inside the people and then they're bursting out oh yeah that's that's that scene the autopsy scene when the vines ripped through the man's throat that was what i was most reminded of was like a chest burst Mm -hmm. i felt like it was like 
I thought it was like a literal creature just coming out yeah. from inside. That it kind of seemed like it was like legs, like almost like a spider thing was coming out. Yeah. Uh, which was so, but again, seeing that scene, you're like, so this is why the budget was so high. Oh yeah. I am so happy the budget was so high. And it but... seemed like the lab, that seemed mm-hmm. like it was a built set. Yeah. A lot of it did. Like even like the, how we talked about like the boat getting speared yeah. by the tentacles. Yeah. Like that'd be so easy to just have that be a CG effect. Mm-hmm. But then they have Alec Holland go back and he's climbing, climbing on the set on and like yeah. interacting with it. And yeah. it's like, oh, they actually made that into a thing. Right. He's standing on an elevated boat. Like that needed to be support. That needed to support his weight. Yeah. And, and you can see him like holding the vines and like yeah. moving them. Like, oh, yeah. So like they, they definitely put a lot of work into that one. Yeah. Um, there's a dog. There's a dog. Fan of the dog. Mm hmm fan of the show if there's gonna be like a nice everyone loves the dog in it too dog has not died yet not not died yet so if the dog had died in the first episode we would have been like maybe pro cancellation yeah uh but i think it it held its own so far it did which is Uh, good doesn't always happen in horror references to 80s uh detective shows yeah like columbo a lot of columbo talk a lot of columbo talk uh maybe I felt like we maybe weren't exactly in the wheelhouse for what what they were looking for there. Mm-hmm. We weren't the target audience. No. Uh, the mystery around Shauna mm-hmm. uh, is a little bit of a B plot going there, but definitely like they kind of touched their toe. They they touched it upon it a little bit yeah. with what Abby did. Uh, teased it when she was coming back into town with her partner there. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some flashbacks yeah so you have that that mystery going there uh but obviously the big thing is what's going on with alec yeah he at the end of the episode is fishing out uh the accelerant that was dropped yeah that's being dumped yeah while abby is taking the accelerant to the hospital trying to find a cure Mm -hmm. but while he's pulling one of them out he gets shot or like he eventually gets shot. He's yeah. There's a there's a big uh, light on him. He looks up. He's like, "Hey, what you doing over there? I can't see." Mm-hmm. Bang bang! It's yeah. shot, and the effects on that were great. Oh yeah. And it was like he gets messed up. Like knowing something like that is gonna happen, I was still like surprised just by how quick it happened. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that. Yeah. I was like, because I know Alec Holland becomes a swamp thing. Yeah. I was waiting to see how they do it because in the, mm-hmm. in comics he like there's he's in the lab, there's a fire, yeah, and he runs out and dives into the swamp and is reborn as a swamp thing. And this yeah. one, there's some fire there because he gets a crossbow shot at him, a burning yeah, crossbow, that, crossbow with like I think a stick of dynamite on yeah, it. Yeah, so it blows it's up. just this giant hooded man. So we don't know who it is that yeah. shot him. Or we have some ideas about who it could be. Mm-hmm thinking mr sunderland sutherland or sunderland yeah Yeah, could be and uh yeah so he dives into the swamp and and we don't see him surface but we do see the swamp thing surface Mm -hmm. we got our first little glimpse of it we don't see too much of him but so well on too yeah yeah, it's dark out and he's just like climbing out of the water keeps falling back in Mm -hmm. and that again that's horror movie influence like chasing after abby abby who's she's like quick she's terrified 
She's just seen a dead body again mutilated by vines. And he's just slowly lumbering towards her. And it's that's classic horror right there it was yeah, absolutely and no jump that, scare and just a lot of a lot of like, uh, smoke on the water uh mm-hmm. yeah and, and fire in the sky <laughs> uh, fire was more on the water <laughs> i guess it was rising up into the sky yeah yeah it's a big big explosion it was a big explosion yeah um so mm. yeah this is this is worth checking out definitely worth checking out haven't already gotten the dc streaming app get it yeah like we've been telling you this right this is get it already i we didn't do titans we've done uh doom patrol that episode's still to come though there will be a titans there will be titans that'll probably be a full sell me on it though you've watched all of it yeah that's gonna be full yeah and season two's coming soon so maybe i'll have more episodes to pick from i guess we can get a coincide for season two maybe Mm -hmm. uh but yeah dc universe uh, it seems to have like another hit on its hands Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this one's getting canceled. But yeah. if there's any chance of this being continued, and from what we saw of the first episode, it absolutely deserves to keep going because yeah. they have they have something really good here. Like you might be thrown off by some of the DC movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been getting better. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Some sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but the service is where they are hitting their stride. Yes. You you got to support it. Uh, something else they hit their strides in is animated movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will recommend the Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that just came out. Yeah, because that is amazing. I still gotta watch it, and you know what? It's on the surface. I'm pretty sure. Is it really? Because uh. I'm pretty sure they. I I think they just upload all the. Oh, they just put them right up there. Yeah, I think oh, that's so. cool. I, I can't the remember Blu-ray. if they've uploaded that one yet, but it it should be up there soon. If not, because they already have like Ninja Batman and stuff mm-hmm. like. If it's not uploaded right away, it's at least a couple months back. So. Ninja Batman was good too. Yeah, yeah. So they have monkeys that combine together and find, form a giant <laughs> monkey Megazord. That that sounds like something I gotta watch. Yeah, check that out. But mostly check out Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of things you should check out, I guess it's a good time to wrap up and talk about stuff. Do some do some plugs. Do some plugs. Uh, we have both been. You've been a full regular guest on a podcast full, full regular guest every yeah. single episode the multiverse and a bag of potato chips mm-hmm. uh, i have appeared on the most recent string of episodes yeah uh, a line in the sand uh I, it's isn't it the you've been on like eight episodes now well we just recorded more but the, yes. the episodes most recently released mm-hmm. are all uh it, it multiverse and a bag of potato chips is a rpg uh, yeah, it's podcast. an RPG podcast. Uh, pretty much every four episodes or every month, uh, we play a different RPG system. Um, sometimes per month we'll play two different ones. And they'll have a theme, they'll have a plot, we'll sometimes return to them, but we're usually trying to do like self-contained stories that have the chance for a sequel. Um so the one that me and you did was Line in the Sand. That was the wrestling one. Mm-hmm. Did that with... Uh, also, uh, Nick Sullivan and Pat McAteer appear on that. Mm-hmm. Who have been guests on the show. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, kind yeah. Kind of. They've been background voices in episodes mm-hmm. and starred in a, a lost episode. Yeah. Uh, the wrestling one, a lot of fun. 
Really yes. ridiculous. Yeah. You had a Swamp Thing-esque character. I did. Uh, my name, my kayfabe name, or out of kayfabe name, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, Duke Holland. So I had taken the Holland from Alec Holland. Yeah. I was inspired by. So I was a character called the Bog Brawler. I was from the Great Dismal Swamp. Uh, mm-hmm. And yes, definitely heavily inspired by, by Swamp Thing and Man Thing and all sorts of things. Yes. Creature of the Black Lagoon. I'm a big fan of these swampy boys. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. You had uh, Russell the Brain Eater, which had like a little bit of a Spider Man influence, but also Scruffy. Scruffy the Janitor. <laughs> Scruffy the Janitor from uh, Futurama. If you can picture that, that's what my character was. <laughs> and uh, let's see. So this one's. With a dash of cannibalism. <laughs> this one will be coming out soon. So by. The day after this episode comes out, we should be having the Carly Rae Jepsen episode, which was a lot of coming fun. out the next day. Yeah, and uh, then the following four episodes after that, I was on. Also, mm-hmm. we play uh, we play kids on bikes. Yeah, to celebrate the coming of Stranger Things. Yeah, try to uh, coincide the releases, and that one's great. And yeah. we play a bunch of wacky teenagers in the eighties. Whole lot of character building. A lot of character building. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, go check that out. Uh, anything else we need to promote? Uh, Rhode Island Roundnet? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever promoted it on this uh, podcast, but check out Rhode Island Roundnet. If you are interested in playing Spikeball, uh, follow us on Instagram at Rhode Island Roundnet. Or uh, we also have a big Facebook group, uh, Rhode Island Roundnet. Find us on there. Or uh, download the Spikeball app. We're constantly po- uh, posting games. So uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're really good and a lot of fun group, so check us out. Give us a follow. Yep. All that good stuff. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, watch out for full episodes of Sell Me On. It's coming up. Uh, we I do have some guests lined up. Just trying to get the scheduling down. but it's tough with, It was tough with that thumb. The broken thumb really just sidetracked everything. But yeah. my schedule hopefully will be opening up. Uh, soon and uh, more episodes will be coming so keep an eye out or ear out or nose out for those oh. yeah until next time smell me on it smell me on it oh. see you goodbye Something. you are amazing you fight everything Earth really needs you. I came in bad for sure. Come on, fight for right. We need you. Swap thing. You are amazing. I don't think uh, Empire Strikes Back ended with uh, an orgy. A wargy.